0: Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Exhausted, as usual.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel you, girl.
0: (laughs) Oh, um, so Somebody hurt Saxon, I think, because the programming today was stupid. It was so dumb. What happened? I texted him last night. This is a true story. I made a post out of it, but it was true. I texted him. I'm like, hey, Saxon. I have a question about the workout. He's like, "Okay, buddy, what is it?" I'm like, "Yeah, um, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Are you okay?" <laughs> that was my whole question. That was
0: that was it. Like, here was the what. This was the workout. I actually voluntarily okay. went and did this. So it was 400 meter run. Then you come in and you do three rounds of five deadlifts, seven burpee pull ups. Deadlifts RX was 275 and 185. Okay. I smartly did the lighter RX. Then you do a 1,600-meter run. Yeah, you heard that right. Then you do a mile run. Then you, once you come back in, you do another three rounds of five deadlifts. This time, either you get your choice of seven burpee muscle-ups or seven burpee toes-to-bar, which were not a gift. That's what I did. And then you go run like, another. Wait, th- like
1: you do one burpee, and then you touch your toes-to-bar the bar one yes, time.
0: You do one toe-to-bar.
1: I've never done that before. Yeah,
0: it's not fun. And uh, then you do another 400 meter run, which I guess just, you know, to remind you how bad the running is. That's the only reason I could imagine why the last 400 meters was there.
1: Wait, so. you end on a 400 meter run?
0: Yes. So it was a mile Nothing and a Nothing about half this workout
1: makes sense. Nothing yeah. about this workout makes a sense.
0: Mile and a half worth of running and basically six rounds of deadlifts and burpee something with a bar, you know. So just
1: like the like anal crossfitter in me wants it to also end with three rounds of the, of the first section.
0: Yeah, I know. Look, it's, Mer- it's Murph up. prep. That's what they're doing. Like I, I asked him later, is this Murph prep? He's like, yes, it's Murph prep. Like they're getting us used to longer distance runs. Yeah. And we have a horrible mile, by the way, because, mm-hmm. you know, the first 400 meters is literally straight uphill. And then the next uh, 400 is straight downhill and it's a steep downhill so you're really you know you're running two hills basically yeah you know going up and coming back and it's just not fun so that
1: matters in your Murph prep like your yes. 400 meter loop at your gym super yep. matters <laughs> and how yeah. you practice every day versus how you hit that workout
0: yeah they're not all created equal there's no
1: they definitely are not
0: i I was joking with them I'm like how I'm like, how far is it inside the gym? And they're like, we know what you're asking. I was yes! like, if it it's 50 meters in here, I'm doing 32 <laughs> laps or. Shuttle or, runs yes. for the
1: entire time.
0: Yeah. It's flat. There's fan running. It'd Be great. I like it. It was not fun. Not well, all
1: out. of that would make me pee, so I'm out.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing; it's hot here today, so that you know, hot by Cleveland standards. So it's eighty degrees Fahrenheit. And, oh wow,
1: uh, you guys hit early summer. God damn. Yeah,
0: that's like a summertime for us, but it's the first yeah, yeah. hot day. So my body felt like it was one hundred and ten, and there's no shade where we're running. So literally, when it was done. I like oh, I had somebody touch my face. I'm like, I feel like I'm a thousand degrees. So like, yeah, you, yeah, you literally can see heat radiating off the top of your big bald dome. You know, it was. Yeah, it was rough. So I'm tired. Yeah,
1: big bald dome.
0: Yeah, I'm very tired. But, Aww. but you know, I'm the consummate professional, Nikki, and I'm here for you.
1: Thank you. I so very much appreciate that. I'm also <laughs> tired, but I'm only because I'm growing a human still. That's all.
0: You are growing a human still. If human's <laughs> getting big, I noticed the photo. I saw Did it you?
1: Yeah, yes. I'm like, it's like real now. For a while, I just looked like I let myself go. For a while, I looked like I just ate a burrito but now it's like real.
0: it so starting to sink in. You are starting to get nervous or just, you're starting to, ne- are you doing nesting yet? That's the best. I
1: can't nest. This is the shitty thing is that like, we're trying to do everything all at once. Right. So we're trying to like buy a new house at the same time. We, we make a human. Right. And I gave Matt a deadline. I actually put it in our shared calendar last night, like on our phones. Cause the housing market is insane. If anyone's yes. looking for a house right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like good houses go in two fucking seconds. And like, And the the house of our dreams just, like, isn't on the market. So we're we're going back and forth on, like, do we just buy something kind of shitty and make it better? Do we build? Do we wait? I don't know. But I, like, put a date on his calendar where I was, like, if we don't have an offer into a new house by, like, basically the end of next month, then we're going to commit to making a nursery in this house. And then I can nest. Because I don't want to have, you know, like... Invites for my shower went out. I made a registry, whatever. I don't want to come home from my shower or like order furniture and not have somewhere to put it. And there's nowhere to fucking put it, right? If you were to come stay with me in my guest bedroom, you'd be like,
0: is this the baby's room? You need to let me talk to Matt. What the hell are you guys thinking moving in the middle of I know. having a kid? I Seriously, know. you guys are I insane.
1: Know. I know. It's true. But. Whatever. And then the shitty thing is like, watch, we're going to like make this great nursery, this like bomb ass nursery where I'm going to feel good about, you know, committing the next six months of my life to being a, basically a dairy cow. Cool. Uh, I need a space for that. Okay. I need a space where I feel good about who I am there, but watch, we're going to do this like whole big, beautiful thing. And then like three days later, we're going to find a house and put an offer in.
0: I I look back on a time so I went, when I was married, my ex wife's an interior designer, and we had oh. to do everything big, everything. Mm. And so, like every, you know, both of the girls' rooms were, you know, painted in stripes or checks and you know multiple colors, and they look like they're out of some sort of Pottery Barn catalog or something. Yes. Both of them, you know, like gorgeous, you know. And and looking back on it, it's like it's only for you because the kid doesn't care kid doesn't but know totally
1: 100 you know, is for you 100 percent.
0: you don't even have company up there nobody sees no. it but you no yeah you know? yeah i
1: know i know i'm aware it is truly for me and i'm i'm fully accepting and aware of that because you think about it like if you if you well i guess even if you don't breastfeed even if you just feed feed like you're talking about spending a lot of time in that room so i just want it to be nice i want to nest but i can't nest yet
0: I liked it. I mean, you know, so with uh, my first one, we bottle fed. And so I have volunteered to get up in the middle of the night, or maybe I was voluntold. I don't remember. You maybe one or the other. <laughs> maybe. I don't remember. It, partnership. Yeah. It was, it was it, either way, I did it. I got up in the middle of the night and, and fed my oldest. And, um, there's something nice about like having a nice rocking chair and the room's yeah. comfortable and, you know, baby's sleeping and eating at the same time. And it is relaxing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something to be said for that, like, real comfort feeling. But, you know, there's also the reality of now I look back on it and the banker in the bank room. He's like, how much money did I spend on paint and furniture I that I no longer own? You know?
1: I know. I know. I am. I did find the crib that, like, is the big convertible situation. So, like, basically is his bed until he goes to college. Right. <laughs> So in that sense, I'm like, look how much we're saving. Let me yeah, buy the Pottery cool. Barn one.
0: <laughs> look, here's what I think you guys have to think about. I don't know what a crib costs, but I know a salt runner costs $3,000. That's what Ooh. I do know. So, you know, you could, you could do the math, you know.
1: Definitely you know what wear our options on what, what would be worth it. I mean, a kid can sleep in like a
0: cardboard box for a while, right? A kid can sleep on the assault runner for a while. Oh. You know, you just lay down a blanket. All right, I should probably give a disclaimer that that's probably not safe and you shouldn't put your baby on an assault runner.
1: You could put them in a cardboard box on an assault runner. I think that's fine. That's I'm going to be a great yeah. parent, you guys. Don't even
0: worry about it. I think that's fair. I think that's totally Um fair.
1: But no, to answer your original question, it is kind of starting to sink in, mainly because I'm like learning now that I have to modify even more things than I originally had to, which is like the athlete in me is disappointed about it. But um the reality is <laughs> the reality is the other night I got up in the middle of the night to pee like I do. And I like sat down on the toilet too fast. I don't know what happened. I like didn't adjust my belly properly right. when I sat down and I, for the very first time felt something like puncture me up into like in between my rib cage, right. like up in my lungs. I was like, <gasps> oh, but, oh, there's like a foot in there or something. I can't, breathe i had to get up and readjust thank god i wasn't peeing already
0: i it sounds pregnancy sounds a lot like being a master's athlete you gotta it's scale like, all the workouts you get up in the middle of the night to pee a lot yeah really not sure what kind of random pain you're gonna get when you do it
1: yeah you know? it's actually pregnancy is basically being a master's athlete constantly full like you just ate a giant burrito maybe
0: I'm it's pregnant. basically the same thing uh, maybe you never know i could be yeah. pregnant
1: you could be.
0: Entirely possible. <laughs> I could just be old as hell. Well, let's let's talk about the news of the day. So I, uh, West Coast Classic going to Vegas.
1: Yeah. Do you see that? I'm not mad about it.
0: I'm not mad about it. I was actually quickly looking at my calendar to see if I could pull that quick trip off and then hit Ooh. O'Keefe up for some tickets.
1: <laughs> Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. I think that could be fun.
0: Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know if I can pull off. And um, one of the twins told me that uh, the the three Pancheck brothers are all doing different semis, <gasps> really? so they're not competing against each other. And I'm not sure one of them is going to West Coast. I don't know which one. Hmm. I think it's Spence because Saxon's baby's almost here. I think. Oh yeah, but I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong about that. So I'd really kind of like to go to watch, but you know, Vegas is a fun time, it's a cheap trip, and yeah, seriously, is everything West? open in Vegas now? I think everything's open. Yeah, I, I it's hard to tell. Like the restrictions are so weird everywhere. You know, I I did see something today that's showing like once you've been vaccinated, you know the the places you don't have to wear a mask. So I know they're starting to lower restrictions kind of everywhere. So I would imagine Vegas doing as many conventions and everything else that they do, yeah. or doing their best to ramp that up. You know, but
1: yeah. Well, I'm constantly keeping my fingers and toes uh, crossed that I get hired for these events, though I cannot go to Granite this year, which is actually crushing my soul. I'm going to be a hoil of a bridesmaid that weekend. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Very large <Nice. laughs> in my dress. I'm a lot of pink dress right now.
0: <laughs> Are you going to do but, West Coast um, Classic? Are you going to that?
1: On the what now? Sorry, so West Coast
0: again? Classic. Are you going to that? I haven't heard Give to put in I a good so. word for you? I know people.
1: Could you? That would be great. Yes. Tell them you know this really tubby reporter right now. Yes. She's got a belly, but her boobs look great. Hey, Holy do boy. they? Do they? Yeah,
0: I'll yeah. I'll take your word for it. I'll mm-hmm. I'll message Matt and ask him. Hey, yeah. I think you he said her boobs look great. Can you verify?
1: Can you, ver- can you verify? But don't look at her belly or look at it. I mean, some people are whatever. Um, we talked, didn't we? Talk about making an OnlyFans like while wow, I was pregnant. Only <laughs> some people are real into that. Just saying. Uh, hey,
0: there's a lot of people into that. I think I know that's I know. A, that's been a thing for a long time. It's like the foot thing. Matter of fact, I, I was joking with somebody today. I feel like we 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 break stories before they break. Like Morning Chalk Up had a story today about. Um, all the horrible things said to women uh-huh. on and they interviewed Danny
1: yep,
0: and uh, this other girl, uh, Sola who, uh, I follow it's one of the many daughters from Iceland, you know, and uh, I'm sitting there going, we broke this story like five times already. We've been talking yeah. about this for a year. Yeah, it's
1: it's still it's always worth talking about again. And I love that someone tagged us on uh, Instagram, like screenshotted the story and tagged us and tagged Jessica. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. You look like a man. So it's always worth bringing up again. Do you remember the day that that happened, the day that that video of Danny riding her bike? got posted to Pornhub, or it was at least the day that she found it, because it had kind of already been out for like six weeks or six months or something like that. I, on behalf of her, like wrote a complaint letter to Pornhub, which I never thought I would do because I kind of love Pornhub. Who doesn't? They're a staple of our society. (laughs) But I was like, I can't believe that you would let (laughs) this blah, blah, blah happen. And this isn't right. And they were actually very fast and responsive. And they were like, are you the person in this video? And if not, can you get the person in this video to email us right away, please? So I, I was like I, you know, I am not no one no one's videos me riding my bike.
0: Yeah, it, I but. agree it's good that the article's getting written and I'd like to see more stuff like that, mostly just yeah. for awareness, I think. Yeah. Um people don't understand how, you know, men don't understand how prevalent it is and I think people tend to just write it off as, you know, oh, okay, well this one person's sensitive, you know. Like I, every time I hear the word sensitive I cringe. Yeah, I know. Um, until they start realizing what a volume of like creeps are out there, or, mm-hmm. you know, or people that are, I don't even know if creeps are the right word. It's just like they get this internet bravery that
1: yes. they would
0: never have otherwise. And then there are, you know, the interesting points of the article to me is that there are a significant number of people like that one that will stalk you. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets dangerous for me, like, or at least yep. where I think, like, it just worries me for someone like Danny, who we love, you know, she's amazing somebody's out there stalking her with video, you know, it's like, I know I, I it's just so think, messed up. Yeah. I just we think, were hey. just,
1: we were just starting to talk about this um in our last episode with Steph, the hammer Roach. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Cause she was saying that she gets like the internet bravery slash creep. Like it kind of could go either way. Like people sending her DMS all the time, asking her about her relationship and like, Uh, You have CP. How can you have sex? Like very like intimate, personal. Like what the fuck? Who are you to? How are you so brazen to ask that? And you could never walk up to me in real life and and dare to ask me such a rude and personal question. And she had just sent me um, a DM like yesterday with a screenshot of another girl that she knows who is in a chair and is pregnant. And she had like posted basically a, a comment that someone wrote like the most horrible things to her like it's irresponsible for you to have this baby like you should have aborted it and you should have been aborted before you even like i couldn't even believe the shit that this poor girl had to endure and it's too much man where do yeah. these people come from
0: well <clears throat> i'm not making excuses for any of them but i do think there's a significant portion of the population i've talked about this a little before that because they listen to you or they, they, or they follow you or they connect with you somehow via the internet. And I think, you know, for me, I don't, I don't get these same, you know, photos. Thank God. <laughs> That's not an invitation to send me no, one. No, it is not. Um, but I, what I do get is people that will blow me up via DM without even introducing themselves because totally. they listen to the show and they connect with me and they, and because they're listening and they hear my voice and they're regulars and I totally appreciate that it feels like they feel like there's a relationship there. And I get that because I have that relationship with people that I listen to. Totally, and follow, 100%. You know? And even though you don't connect with them very often, you know, and and so when they do reach out, if they're pissed about something, they feel in title standard words, like they have the ability to tell you what a jerk you are because they're such close friends with you, even though I don't know them at all. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, And I suspect that's probably part of it for some of these guys that, you know, connect with them and they're like, all right, I I know this person, you know, and it's a little delusional, but it's, you know, it's the way the internet works. Like you just connected to people and you get kind of comfortable with those interactions of what they share and you know i think we all probably overshare some you know on social media oh it's
1: my total mo yeah it's my favorite thing to do is overshare (laughs) but i will say that i'm i'm forever grateful for the people who listen to this podcast because you're totally right and for the most part like whenever i get whenever people just slide into my dms and they're like Hey, have you tried this uh method of sticking a finger in your chicken's butt? Like, because they <laughs> listen to this show. I never really get, I never really get like podcast listeners who like blow me up and are assholes about it. It's not a thing that happens even when we disagree, which we do a lot it's always like respectful conversation. You probably get a ton of people though, just for, ha- from having a meme page and from like putting your personality in it where people feel the need to be like, you're an asshole. Let me tell you why.
0: I think I get people that maybe that are more com- because I post so much more and there are yeah. more people. I think I get people that are more comfortable saying things. I, I mean, I never even show you these, but I will, when we argue, people will message you and go, yeah, Nikki's, F-ing wrong about this and i'll, and I'll yeah. have to tell them hey slow down yeah. buddy i love nikki like you know it while we're not putting on when we argue you know i'm not mad either so right you know, slow your roll <laughs> you know
1: i mean it's, i can't
0: it's, it's just, just funny. funny yeah i love it i you know yeah i don't love it for the women <laughs> that have to put up with the craziness and it doesn't worry me somewhat for my daughters as they continue to get older hopefully yeah i'd like to see you know i don't i don't believe in large government as it is but i do think like i w- as i was reading that and reading about how you know both of these women are getting repeated photos from this you know if, in some instances but from the same person i'm like yeah you know and they go to get a restraining order and the cops are like well they haven't broken the law yet i'm like how's that possible yeah. that you can Isn't just send sad? a picture of your private parts and it's not against the law but if you did it in a public park you'd get arrested for it like there's got to be some sort of
1: we need no. more, we need more regulation and we need, this is part of what Jessica is trying to fight for on the, you look like a man page. We need the, the pages themselves to comply. We need Instagram to get pissed about that kind of thing and make its own policies, you know, and, and it's blurry. Like the lines are gray. It's going to be really hard. I don't have the perfect solution. Um, But you know, as is people are getting flagged for shit just because, just because people are pissed or disagree.
0: So. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing. Well let's uh let's take some questions. We had uh you know teed this one up by saying we would take some questions from listeners and hopefully those that get their questions read won't DM us and tell us what <laughs> we are. Okay. Um I'll let you pick. Why don't you pick the first one? Whichever one you want to cover, we'll just talk about. So I'll say um
1: you. okay. Okay. I like this one. Someone wrote If you could program a workout for games that's not typical CrossFit, what would you have them do? And she gave some examples like 50 pole vaults for time, figure skating, (laughs) obstacle course, most math equations solved, uh, non-CrossFit related things. If you could have them. And we haven't rehearsed this, by the way. So this is all from the
0: hip. I would put their keys on top of the refrigerator and see who could get them. (laughs) Oh, there it is. There it is. I know. No. (laughs) I I read that one. I I thought about it a little bit. Like that's, for me, I don't get geeked out by watching them do things that are specialist sports. Like that pole vault is a specialist sport. It's very technical movement. It's something that you you know you have to learn it. You can't just doesn't matter how great an athlete you are. You can't just go grab a pole and do a pole vault. You know. Right. You know. I'm sure <clears throat> some people are better at it than others for whatever reasons. And I don't know squat about pole vaulting, but. I don't want to see us go back to like the year they're throwing softballs and that sort of thing. You know, for me, it was like, maybe you pick, you know, a movement that they do and see what you can put them through. Like I liked the year they did the marathon row as boring as that was. Totally. I kind of enjoyed seeing it. I wouldn't mind seeing a longer run, you know? Mm. Um, I know they've done some rocks or, you know, a longer swim or I don't know. It's hard to say, you know, maybe a little mini try would be fun. There's, you know, a lot of different things they could do. I oh, like many it. try
1: would be cool.
0: Yeah, it would be different, you know, and like riches the riches done those and mm-hmm. put that on his page that he does so many tries from time to time. I think a lot of these athletes still do them. So it'd be interesting to see a, you know, something more like that. Um, okay. I don't know. It's, for me, I like I kind of like CrossFit as it is. I like the sport <laughs> as it's been evolving. I don't look to see them do something that's out of their, you know, their Specialty, if that makes hmm. sense. I know it's a little sure. boring, but doesn't okay. Get me down.
1: I was gonna say breakdancing,
0: but <sighs> <laughs> that's
1: just that's just me.
0: I tell you what, I did like, although I know it had some haters. I liked it at, Ro- at the Rogue Invitational that year where they did the bi- the uh, biathlon, so they were shooting. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about something along those lines because I I'm neither here nor there on guns at all, but I do appreciate the fact that it was very much a like you did this thing and your your body is physically taxed and now we got to slow down your breathing and kind of take control of your body again. And I, I like where that was at. So here's my recommendation.
0: Yeah, and I mean CrossFit an does Olympics, th- Olympic sport, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. So this is my recommendation if CrossFit done does this then we totally um we totally get the rights to it or whatever. But every year at my gym, um we do a a uh, competition that we call the backyard games. Backyard with an h cuz we in New England. Deal. Okay. And it's half CrossFit, half lawn games. So it's always like, it's like twenty one fifteen nine of these whatever potential movements, but in order to determine your movements, you have to hit beer pong into the cup labeled with the movement and then you move on to it. And it's my favorite competition of the year because it doesn't really matter how good at CrossFit you are, like you could be a regionals athlete that comes to the event and it's totally level playing field because like, how good are you at the giant bouncy balls that you got to put your whole body in and then run across the field in? hope you don't get smacked by another big person in a giant bodysuit ball thing. Right. It's just fun. So I wouldn't mind seeing them do some beer pong CrossFit.
0: <laughs> beer pong would be fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't mind maybe a javelin toss or, you know, Ooh. something that's a little more olympic uh, Olympic. I mean, your answers
1: are much more serious than mine.
0: Well, I mean, look, beer pong would be fun. You could know, I mean, throw a cornhole in while you're at it. But.
1: Yeah, exactly. See, you know, you should come out for this competition.
0: Well, I think that's why I liked the the shooting event, which was more, you know, it, it's not they're shooting handguns here. You know, these are Olympic rifles. and Right, right. Um, It's a very specific, accurate thing that you have to do. And there were a lot of dynamics Like you had to hit the targets before you could move on. So if you met, you know, exactly. to your point, you know, it didn't matter if you were Frazier or or whoever if you miss the target you're standing there you hit it you know exactly
1: i like that shit
0: yeah it was fun and it was a fun one to watch like as a specta i mean i was there so as a spectator it was interesting to me but i don't know don't know we're not gonna get any of that from dave No, no probably not nope all right next question what's next
1: okay um let's see if you could create a team for the games who would you pick
0: Oh, I'm gonna have to look at some (laughs) names here. It's a hard one. Like I this is super hard. Mostly because I have so many favorites. I know.
1: (laughs) I know. Are we
0: picking two men, two women? Is that what we're talking about?
1: That's yeah, that's the team format. Okay.
0: Um let's see. Well, I'd put Danny Spiegel on my team because you know, Danny's our bestie.
1: Yep, totally.
0: Yeah, she's super fit, super strong.
1: (gasps) Oh. What if we just made a team of besties?
0: Yes. What if it was
1: just like Danny and Steph? Perfect. Done. Okay. Those are the Um, girls.
0: All right. And then who? So on the guy's side, Chandler.
1: Chandler. Chandler and
0: Jacob, who's retired. (laughs) (laughs) We pull them out of retirement.
1: They'd be a great, they'd be great teammates, though. That
0: that would be a great team. That would be a really, really great team. I, I would
1: also, I would throw Tim Paulson on as an
0: alternate. Oh, Tim. I love Tim. He's so mm-hmm. strong.
1: I know. We have so many besties. How do we choose? I mean, can we pull also, Frazier shout out of retirement?
0: Th- sure. Hypothetical. He's not on team
1: besties. Never been on the show. But My he team is going to be Matt Frazier,
0: team- and that's it. That's my whole oh, team. T-
1: <laughs> Your team actually wins. Weird. Yes. That's so my weird. My team would
0: still win. Just Frazier. Also, can mean? I
1: quick can I quick shout out to Tim Paulson's mom who always DMs me on Instagram to tell me like that I like look nice pregnant and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're oh so sweet. Those That's people are wonderful. Uh,
0: his dad does the same thing for me.
1: <sighs> They're great. I mean, he has to tell me I look she, great
0: on Instagram, but well, he well says nice every time too.
1: she responds to one of my stories, I'm like, send me your ginger energy, oh make it God. a ginger baby.
0: Look some. Some families are just nicer than others. That's just a fact. Yeah, and true. the Paulson family is salt of the earth, man. Every one of them. The dad's the nicest guy on the planet. He is so nice. And Tim is. Tim And their wife. And I've never met the mom. But um, that's a great family.
1: They're lovely. As most
0: CrossFit families are. But,
1: fact. Um, can I take a break from these questions brought to you from Instagram to talk about our sponsor super fast for this episode? Oh,
0: yes. Who's sponsor this week? Who are we talking it's about?
1: Airwave. Oh, our yes. Waves. My mouth Oh, is. our, our bestie. Speaking of besties. Yes. Um, our bestie sponsor. Do you, The amount of people who uh, message me on Instagram and like remind me of the, the fact that I call my mouth now my mouth hole because <laughs> of Airwave. Because of Airwave. It was born out of... Our airwave sponsorship is pretty funny. But anyway, oh, look, mine's right here. Hello. There you go. Put it in. uh, If you're, no. Should I do it with it in my mouth?
0: Perfect. Perfect.
1: It's going to be a good piece. Yes. No, anyway, if you're, if you're new here and you've never heard of Airwave Our Bestie, it's this really cool, slim little mouthpiece that folds, or sorry, molds to your teeth, um, and sits on your bottom teeth. So it is not at all like the mouth guard that you, uh, you know, grew up playing soccer or lacrosse with. But when it is in your mouth hole, it, uh, pushes your jaw down and forward and kind of like allows for the maximum air wave to be able to, it, you're gonna to have to cut this i'm like tongue-tied like no, crazy you're good. <laughs> it, you're it allows for maximum air intake and that helps all sorts of things basically like you can recover faster after your workouts and you kind of get through longer endurance workouts without feeling like you're dying unless you're pregnant and you always feel like you're dying
0: I'm going to take this whole tongue-tied part, okay. and I'm going to send it to West Coast Classic and go, this is why you should hire Nikki, because <laughs> she's a pro.
1: She sounds great, but her and her boobs
0: look great. Yes, and her boobs look great. <laughs> I will say uh, around the airwave, uh, not about your boobs, that um, I was at the gym the other day, and somebody asked me about it. They're like, hey, is this really good, or are you just talking about it on air? I'm like, dude, I don't advertise anything that i haven't used we really
1: don't that's actually a fact about us in this show and we've we've actually turned down uh sponsorships you just sent me one the other day yeah (laughs) dude i
0: i turn down stuff all the time that i'm not going to use like people like hey can you do this i'm like absolutely not that if it doesn't advance crossfit or crossfitters i want nothing to do with it like same. and so i've used it i like it i think it's good it's good for recovery you know, helps you in wads. I mean, you know, my baseline for fitness is pretty low. So everybody should take that into <laughs> into account, but you know, they've got some really, uh, big name crossfitters. And I, you know, I think I can, I can say pretty accurately, I don't think these, you know, like rich is a good example of someone who's been talking about airwave and yeah. he's the same way. He doesn't just talk about anything. Somebody puts in front of him. Like he, if it's a usable product and he likes it, he'll yep. talk about it, you know? Yeah,
1: And Steph is, Steph is the exact same way too. So <laughs> it's just, it's another piece of equipment. You know, we're always looking to maximize our training. We wear belts and knee sleeves and wrist straps and all these things to make our training, give us a little bit of an edge in our training. And it does just that. So we have a special code for our listeners for 10% off. You can use code MPGA10 at airwave.com. That's A-I-R-W-A-A-V. And we will post, um, that link in the show notes here as well
0: say you recovered nicely by the end of that piece thank you you really got your tongue tied together (laughs) um, it's funny
1: it's like the things that i've said a million times are what i'm stumbling over and yet i can tell you all about beer pong and
0: crossfit there you go all right next question what's the best way to reassure your pregnant CrossFit wife, this is really specific, your pregnant CrossFit wife that things will be back to normal again. And I guess this guy's wife, she seems to be too proud to be okay with modifying her workouts. And it seems like we have new packages from Born Primitive coming in the mail because her Lulu doesn't fit anymore. I'm wondering if he's more concerned about that. So what do you think? Uh, How how do you convince somebody it's gonna be okay and that you gotta start scaling?
1: This is like a totally legit question. Um, because it's something that is shitty to face in, in real life. Like it is shitty when you're a competitor and you're an athlete and you all of a sudden have something outside of your control that is causing you to have to take a step back. It is forcing you to take a step back and there are no real clear guidelines. You know, there's, there's, I've said this before, like there's just nothing, really out there research-wise that can say clinically, you know, like from a medical standpoint, your doctor or OB or whoever, isn't going to be able to say like at week 10, stop doing this. There are guidelines, but everyone is so incredibly personal. So this is really hard. Um, and it's hard to change your mentality from like, I want to do this. I want to take this on. i want to challenge myself to like, all right, I got to pull back because like I got a human in here who needs to breathe when I breathe or whatever. Um, So I, I fully, (laughs) I fully understand this mentality. So I would say two things. For me personally, the, the best thing that has, that has helped me continue on and recognize that this is temporary is like the actual support I have for my husband to remind me about the things that I can do, which is really cool. Because every so often I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I should like do this or tackle this or like push this hard. And he's usually like, you're fine. You know, you don't really need to you can still exert yourself to like 70%. You can still do this, you can still do that or, you know, the other day I was I was bummed about not being able to do rope climbs cuz I can do them, but it is risky. Probably don't want to be 15 up, 15 feet up with these 18 extra pounds I now have on me. There you go. <laughs> um And he was like, well, look at this, like you can do all this, all these other things you can, you know, you can pull from the ground, you can hang from the rig, you can do all these other things. And that's still going to like crush you today. You're going to get a good workout. So don't worry about it. So I would say, remind her of the things that she can do kind of helps the temporary can't do. Um, And the other half of this is I totally understand the like packages from Born Primitive come in because the woo-woo doesn't fit. I took all of my, speaking of my boobs, we should title this episode about Nikki's boobs. Yes. Cause they're the first thing that change and grow when you get pregnant. I felt so bad about myself for the first few weeks because I have about a thousand sports bras and none of them fit. And it was, it was painful because they're all nice and they're all from Lululemon and they're like a staple in my wardrobe and I wear two or three a day, depending on how many times I work out and then change. And it like was legitimately making me feel bad that none of them fit anymore. And I was like, whose body is this? I am a monstrosity. So I put them all in the other room and bought new ones. And it's it's honestly something I would encourage because, I mean, don't go out and spend a bazillion dollars on things you're only going to wear for a temporary amount of time. but But do treat yourself to a few things that make you look good, feel good, and are new because that's okay. And because, you know... You don't have a choice. (laughs) Your other shit don't fit no more. So like your new stuff should be good. So I would say encourage the born primitive packages. They are affordable. She needs to wear them now anyway. And like take the other shit that doesn't fit anymore and just like remove it, pull it out of sight, make it, make it, you know, the bottom of the drawer or the spare bedroom or something for now. So she doesn't have to deal with it because it's a lot. It's a lot of change all at once. And you don't need to be reminded constantly. Yeah, it's
0: good advice, Nikki. Look at you being an adult. It's,
1: it's about the only uh, question here that I'm going to answer that sophisticatedly.
0: Well, I don't know anything about being pregnant, but I know plenty about scaling. And the only advice I would add to that is, you know, if, you, if you're starting the pregnancy, maybe just go in and have a sit down session with your coach and do a, you know, uh, eight month plan or seven month plan or of, you know, kind of what you want it to look like. So you're not just winging. it. I think that's the problem most people have when they go in and they have to start modifying workouts for whatever reason. Like for me, it's always, you know, something's tweaked or injured or, you know, mm-hmm. for most people. And when you don't plan for that, that's when you start feeling bad about yourself because you go in you see everybody else doing something else. You think, oh, you know, you've got FOMO, you you know, you're missing out on what they're doing, all the fun they're having and you can't do it at all. So now you feel even worse. And I think if you go in with a plan of going, all right, I'm not even considering doing what everybody else is doing. I have a different strategy until I'm beyond this. Um, <clears throat> it's a better movement for you. know. It's, it's just a better place to be. And and you're not comparing yourself to others. Like I look at some of these, you know, super women that we've talked to just in the last year of, you know, Carol uh, Saunders and Annie Thor's daughter and uh, who else do we have on uh, Camille? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they all had, you know, their pregnancies and, you know, have come out of it and they all look amazing now. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's, you know, we, I think people naturally compare yourself and go, well, if yeah. Annie's back at this level after 90 days, I should. And we forget that Annie's games athlete, <laughs> you know, she's, yeah. her DNA is different. You know, like it's just, um, just have a plan to stick to it. Yeah, uh,
1: I think that's, that is huge advice, John. That's good advice for anyone going through any kind of thing where they need to like temporary modify, temporary change. I will say that for pregnancy specifically, I've gotten huge value out of the Brianna Battles pregnancy and postpartum athleticism program. I purchased her program and it's, um, literally 40 weeks, 40 weeks of like four workouts a week, strength and conditioning. And, you know, it's all CrossFit and um, her program is designed to be like all encompassing. So you're not supposed to like go and do your own thing at the gym and then do hers on the side. It's supposed to be um, all hers, but I don't follow directions well. Whoops. But I oh. will say that like the ones of hers, the, the program of hers, when I do follow it, it helps me remember those things that I can do and helps me, like you said, come up with a plan that is like, I wasn't going to get to the gym and sulk because I couldn't do rope climbs. I already knew what I was doing instead of that. And it like week by week helps you figure out what's possible and yep. what's appropriate. So I would recommend that to anyone listening.
0: It's worth All it. All right. We got like two and a half questions left here. So what was your okay, takeaway Marty. from the team quarterfinals?
1: Oh my God. I didn't even know what was happening last weekend until it started. I'm the worst CrossFit reporter ever.
0: No, you're not. That actually was exactly my opinion. It was underwhelming. And what I mean by that is um I feel like I have a really good pulse on how the community feels about things because I get a lot of comments and DMs and people send me things when they're excited about it. I got nothing sent to me on team. Nothing. I I, I just think that's normal. Like people don't get excited about team like they do Indie, And that doesn't mean they dislike team or they don't respect what the athletes are doing because those athletes are working really hard. I just think the community doesn't follow it to the same level. You know what I mean? Like they don't get (laughs) us fired up to see – you know, an individual lift by one person as opposed to four people going out and moving all this weight.
1: But Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I actually I actually love the team competition. I especially am interested in where it's gonna go this year because of the affiliate you know, the affiliate cup sort of like hearkening back to you all need to be in the same place, which I know everyone feels some kind of way about. I actually love it. It feels very OG CrossFit to me. But so I am particularly excited about the team competition. I just I think everything's happening so fast on a rolling basis right now that i didn't like i didn't even internalize that it was like indies two weeks ago and then teams right now and then truthfully i'm preoccupied with the master's competition next weekend the online age group right. qualifier because because matt's doing it oh, <laughs> so I i'm like i was totally hyper focused on like what next weekend is gonna be like and how we're gonna balance like mother's day and his workouts and like when is he gonna be in the gym and when's my mom gonna be in town and that's kind of like what I've my head's been buried in, so I didn't even realize.
0: There you go. Well, I I'll be interested to see once the teams start competing head to head. I mean, look, mayhem is in first again. No oh shock yeah. There. Like Rich just finds a way to win. Like he's a great coach. He's a great teammate. He puts together great athletes. Like it'll be interesting to see though once they get into a live competition, which is always different from. Totally where you're, you know, doing things on video as to how they actually stack up. I mean, I'd point out like at Waterpalooza, you know, they won Wadapalooza when they had Scott and China and um, who was their fourth athlete on that team. Go bad now. I should know. Um, But anyway, they and I'm going to get yelled at for not knowing. But anyway, um, they barely won that. They barely won Waterloo. It mm. wasn't like they blew mm-hmm. it out. And these were, you know, four of the best athletes in the world. So right, seems fun to watch. And particularly to your point, now that it's an affiliate cup, not just, you know, let's get the best of the best together and see what happens. So it will be interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see. And I'm excited for next weekend for all the age group stuff, too.
0: Are you so doing it? No. God no, okay. Well, no. What? Okay, no, I don't yes? know. Yeah, I don't both well,
1: because you. I don't know. Just no, curious.
0: I'm out of shape. I'm old. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Um, all right. So here was this one wasn't a question, but it was actually a comment. I'm gonna give some context to because I thought it was funny. Okay. So I got this message. This uh, blueprint health and fitness. I'm just gonna shout them out because it was uh It was funny. So I'm watching. Th- let me give you guys a little. You can get a little look inside my mind here, Nikki.
1: Okay. So uh,
0: because I follow everybody, including Castro, I'm looking at Castro's story, and he's blocking somebody in his story. And whenever he does that, I can't help myself. I always go look to see if they follow me, right? And okay. they do, right? This is a follower of mine that he's blocking. That some, you know, they pissed him off enough to block him. And within minutes, I didn't reach out to them, but within minutes, this. Person messages me and goes, Damn, Dave blocked me. He's, you know, he really does have thin skin. I'm like, What'd you do? What'd you do, bro? What'd you do to piss him off? And what had happened was Dave was on a podcast and he was talking about Ricky Garrard mm-hmm. and said that, you know, he believed in, uh, he was looking forward to Ricky coming back. He was excited to see him compete. And he believed forgiveness was a good thing and that uh you know ricky should be given a fair chance to compete and Mm -hmm. this dude went into the comments and said i agree with make wads great again you need to be impartial and i'm like dude don't pull me into your bullshit (laughs) no don't bring john into
1: it because then his podcast gets pulled into it and we are not a part of this battle Mm -mm. i'm like
0: do not i'm like this was not the context i was saying he needed to be impartial do not pull me into your bullshit bro Um, and so his question was, was him blocking me adult or a dick move? I think it might be in the middle somewhere. Um, Uh, how about
1: my answer is I'm not getting in the middle of your feud between you and Dave Castro. Bye. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't want in the middle of that. Like why would I want to get in the middle of it? Uh, You know, (laughs) I don't like, I think everybody has the right to block anybody they want, including Dave. I don't think it's a dick move. I don't, think it makes you more of an adult. I think if you don't want to interact with someone online and someone makes you unhappy, why have that negativity in your life? I block people there you all go. the time.
1: Block all that time. shit. You don't need that Namaste.
0: Yeah. And for the record, like this is one of the rare times I kind of agreed with Dave. I'm like, I think forgiveness is a good thing. I'm not excited about watching Ricky compete. I mean I'm not, you know, that's a different debate than what he was talking about. Dave was like, I think forgiveness is a good thing. And I'm like, I agree with that. Like, I like I that. Do too. The, the spirit of that is really cool. Now, if we want yeah. to have a separate discussion about drug testing and Ricky's implication and all that and what's happened over the last four years, it's a totally different thing. And we can have that discussion, which we're not going to do tonight. But, you know, forgiveness is a good thing. And you didn't need to go into his comment about forgiveness and blow him up. So that's why I blocked you. So you're blow asking you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and bring me into your bullshit? No. Don't do that. Don't pull me into your petty bullshit. I don't need no,
1: that. No. Thank nope. you.
0: Do not need um, it at all.
1: Okay, here's one um that I I ac- I don't have an answer for this cuz I didn't do any digging, but well, I, and you might not either, but if if you sort of have like a gut reaction then it'd be worth it to talk about who missed the cut that you were surprised for the quarterfinals men and women.
0: Um No one.
1: Everyone that you thought was going to make it made it.
0: Yeah, there wasn't like, first of all, the thing I really liked about quarterfinals, um, this go around is it felt like and the thing I like about this new format, I like a lot, actually, this is my favorite change of everything they've done is that the athletes are not having to kill themselves to post scores that matter. They Mm -hmm. don't have to go back and do things three, four times to do it, you know, particularly in this quarter round where they had a short time frame to do it. Like, I think it's the right way to do it. Your score Agreed. is your score. You don't get three or four chances to do it, you know, and I really, really appreciated that. I felt like, you know, like I, I feel fortunate because I get to see games, athletes do these and they walked away from the open and they walked away from quarters, not wrecked. Right. And that has absolutely been different in years past. And so so that part I really really like. So no one really like I didn't see anybody fall as a matter of fact I saw a lot of people make it, then I'm like, holy crap, like how they get in. (laughs) You know what I mean? That I just I didn't think they would get in and they did, you know. And so that that part felt more like regionals to me than years past, you know. Totally. you You know, just like kind of, you know, true amateurs getting up there and competing with the the big dogs and I've loved that. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did too. I thought it was awesome. And I think that it, it lends itself to the community nature of the sport and especially the global nature of the sport that we're trying to build. And this sort of dovetails into um, another question here, which was how would you rate the Eric Rosa era so far? Um, And how would you rate CrossFit accomplishing or making strides on their promises on change and inclusion? And that's just kind of like a little bit of a segue into, I know that part of the CrossFit initiative um, recently has been this sort of like global inclusive, very much like back to our roots, back to the box, back to affiliates and community vibe. And I think the new format is helping do that because everyone feels like they're a part of it. And so many more people can participate and get to that next level and test their fitness. And, you know, it, it all stemmed from the the super novice beginner and not even equipment portion of the open. And now it's led into, you know, these people qualifying for what I hope will be several in-person events that we finally get to watch again. So I I do feel like it's a hearkening back to where we once were, but on a better note because um, of our leadership. And I think that Rosa has a lot to do with that.
0: Yeah, I I would give him a harsher score than you would, but not in a negative light, if that makes sense. Like I look at it okay. and say, all right, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him points, for taking a stab at um, a better experience for the adaptive group during the open um, and maybe being more inclusive around the, you know, um, out athletics and some of that group for the LGBT and, and, you know, helping promote some of that, you know, the inclusion piece. And I agree with you fully that I think they did a much better experience for the athletes around the way the open was structured and bringing people in um, I like the three-week format. I think those are all good. I give them a hard C on the inclusion piece, mostly because the DEI group has only met once or twice since they came together. And I have inside knowledge on that. So, you know, I think they could do more. And for me, it isn't, you know, people, I think, read this wrong. They think, okay, here goes Willie on his rant again, which isn't the case. Like I look at it and go, this is a community. It's You can do multiple things at at once without having to invest a lot of money so here's it i'm just going to give them an idea here's what i if i ran this show here's what i would do okay we have thousands of affiliates that have an amazing story to tell and they have well over a million followers on social how hard would it be to every week do one profile on one affiliate and tell the affiliate tell us your best story we don't even care what it is just give us your best story anything you want to tell us about your gym that makes you unique and different, tell us about it Hmm. and let them do it. And you'll have some gyms that go, Hey, we have a big LGBT community. You have others that go, we have a big Asian community. Others that we have a big African-American community. Others that say we have a lot of adaptive athletes. Others that say, you know, we have a lot of white people. I don't know, like (laughs) whatever their story is, they will share it and we'll hear about, first responders in gyms and the amazing work they do. And we'll hear about people running charitable organizations and the work that they do. And you'll hear about, you know, all these like little micro stories across the community and realize that we're not that far apart, that the stories that are going on in people's lives are connecting in the gym. So it doesn't have to be about, all right, we're going to talk about people of race or people that, you know, have, you know, physical impairments or whatever, It's let's talk about the gyms and what's going on in the boxes and let them share their stories. That's what inclusion and and diversity is for me. With you know, I still want to focus on CrossFit, (laughs) like that's what I love. Like, I don't want to make this a march on Washington, I want to make this about CrossFit, but I do want people to hear what others are doing because I think you need to connect those stories to enrich your life. Like my life has been better by hearing about what others do. Like when I met the adaptive group as an example and have become friends with Logan and Stouty and, and that group and have got to know them, it's made me a better person because now I understand why the short stature division gets really pissed off when you use certain verbiage toward them, you know, like, and I, I never understood that before. And I'm a 50 year old grown man for God's sakes, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Everybody's got to grow up. And so I think it's important to hear those things. And I don't think it takes a lot of money or even time or effort to do it. And I just think they're moving a little slow, which is my opinion.
1: This is a really neat idea that you have, John. I really like it it because it probably doesn't even have to be like super high tech. It could just be like you with your phone, like telling the story.
0: It takes nothing to do it, Nikki. I did a whole month of this during Black History Month. Like, yeah, it's a little bit of effort, but you're letting them do the work. I guess that's the point. And I think we've got a feeling, I mean, I hear from people all the time that are like, hey, can you talk about my gym? Can you mm-hmm. talk about this event that's going on? Like, it doesn't take much. The gyms would love to do this. They would love it. It's, you know, so I don't know. I'm chock full of good hmm. ideas. What can I say?
1: You are. <laughs> oh, look at you. Always thinking for the betterment of the community. I love it.
0: Yeah, well, I'm I'm not on the council, so they're on their own. If they don't listen to this, I guess it'll never happen. But
1: I love how people think that you're this like meme lord on the internet, and how you have like all of these like feelings and vibes and whatever like you know opinions, which you do. But at the end of the day, like you're just a big softie that
0: loves CrossFit. I do love CrossFit. I want. No, I love to- it to be healthy and to get better at it and to challenge themselves. Like the, ma- I was talking to somebody about this the other day, like for me, the magic of CrossFit, the true magic, I am going to get all geeky here. Is like, I can look back on my decade. It's been 10 years now since this April, it's been 10 years. I just had my 10 year reunion and I can look back and tell you when I got my first bar muscle up, my first ring muscle up. Um, the first time I had a heavy, heavy for me deadlift, um, my first snatch that was a PR and how that felt my first clean and jerk. That was a PR like list after list after list of, of things that I've accomplished. And for me, it was always about the accomplishment of something I didn't think I could do that I could now do. And the feeling that that gave me. And I think that's what CrossFit does is it connects people and gives you that feeling of, damn, I'm almost invincible, you know? And if you can capture that magic, people never leave. They, they'll they stick it out for years and they'll deal with all the craziness that comes with this, mm-hmm. you know? And and that's what we've got to capture. And I think the more you can connect gems to each other and, and hear the stories that are going on in the community, the better it is for everyone, the faster the brand grows, you know? Yeah. That's what people don't understand about us. They just think we're a bunch of idiots doing butterfly pull-ups and hurting ourselves every day. And <laughs> while that's true...
1: <laughs> <you> well... Know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do other fun things, including connecting to each other and making lifelong friendships. I mean, come on. Yeah. You and I are only on this podcast together because of CrossFit.
1: Isn't that so funny?
0: You know, like we would have yeah. never connected in real life otherwise. No. You know? So, huh.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: There you go. I'm a big softie. Don't tell anyone. Oh,
1: my God. What a lovely, beautiful note to end this show. On. I know. Look at that. <laughs> I love it.
0: I know. Well, this has been fun. So, yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate uh, you grabbing a few minutes with me. I'll let you get back to Matt and you guys can talk Please. about your boobs privately.
1: Thank uh, you. I'll- oh, wait. Do you want an update on baby names real fast?
0: Yes. What are they? I
1: heard one. I just heard one over the weekend that I thought was really rad, but you tell me if it's too weird. Ready?
0: Yeah. Give it up.
1: Everest.
0: Everest. I like it. It's cool,
1: is. right? It is it's cool. Neat.
0: I mean, it's not John Woolley Brazier, but it's okay.
1: it's not John Willie, Matt, Brazier, Frazier, Yes. Brazier.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you really but, want to get permanent jobs, Eric Rosa Brazier is probably your best bet, but um the
1: longevity.
0: Just saying. <laughs> it's out there. No, oh, I, I saw it, I yeah. saw it
1: uh randomly on on Instagram. I saw it like like knit on the back of a sweater for a little boy and i was like that's cute but that's what i mean it's like different and it's unique but it's not freaking weird i don't know i, like I added it. it to our list
0: i like it the yeah, list I, is big at this point it's not though <laughs> it's pretty short still and i'm kind of nervous about it but that's how we were going with axel it's not going to be axel
1: it's definitely was never going to be axel <laughs> oh.
0: oh. but
1: i don't want to. i don't want to let you down you were really into it
0: yeah, Axel's a powerful name. And Axel's it's a cool. ginger.
1: I know. I know now. It's cool. But it's not. It's not All the right.
0: one. Hey, I appreciate you changing your background. Look at that. New background for you.
1: Hey, you missed it halfway through when like Zoom signed me out and my background disappeared. And what oh. you saw was the messy <laughs> laundry behind me. I was like, abort, oh. abort. I'll new background. I'll,
0: cl- I'll clip that out for everyone so they can see what that room <laughs> actually looks like.
1: It's real bad right now. It's embarrassing. All right.
0: All right, well, okay. go, uh, go tell Matt I said hello. And uh, for everyone listening, thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, we'll chat with you guys soon.